welcome, welcome, welcome. I hope y'all enjoyed that intro. Shout out to my husband, Keith Williams. Shout out, shout that. out to Keith Williams, babe. He did that one. I love it. I love it. <laughs> Welcome, welcome, welcome you guys to Resilient at Law with your host, Jay Mathis and myself, Q Lattimore Williams. This is our first episode. Yay! If y'all could have seen the behind the scenes before we got started, it would have had you guys cracking up laughing. Maybe we'll do a bloopers one day. But yes, we have to. We must. We, we will do one to. Like, <laughs> Okay. So we are here. We just want to say thank you for joining in. If you're watching us on YouTube, if you're listening, listening to us on the podcast, thank you. Just make sure to click subscribe and to download our podcast because we are going to keep you informed and entertained today okay baby okay so okay <laughs> let me go ahead and read our purpose as to why we are doing this miss mathis has a great vision and you're going to get to know her today but let us tell you why we're doing what we're doing resilient at law is here to educate to inspire to uplift and motivate our listeners to do extraordinary things and to prevail excel and remain resilient in the face of adversity we are here to create a safe space where people can share their trials tribulations victories and accomplishments as well as provide successful strategies tools tips and resources that will make you resilient at life what and resilient at Law. Hey. All right. So this is our first episode and it's called Don't Quit. And this is an opportunity to meet our founder, Miss Jay Mathis Esquire. Hey, Jay. Shirley. You're Shirley. Hey, Craig. Hey, Craig. Hey, Craig. <laughs> so, Jay, you have a, an amazing testimony. Your testimony has inspired the world. We have a clip that we're gonna show our audience members where you have shared your journey to become a lawyer and it has gotten almost a million views. Girl, you're viral. You're girl, viral. I still can't believe it. I'm like, is that me? Is that, me? that is you, girl. That's you. <laughs> so I'm so proud of you. At this time, we're gonna show the clip for all of our viewers. Now, if you're listening to us on our podcast, make sure to hop on over to YouTube or to our Facebook page or our Instagram page so you can see this powerful testimony of Miss Jade Mathis. We're gonna play it now. Um, at the age of 20, while in college in Atlanta, I was having difficulties, and I went to see a doctor, and she diagnosed me with depression, ADHD, a math, and a learning disorder. So I moved back home to Detroit to get the proper care, and my parents and doctors insisted that I stay out and, and focus on my health, but I decided at that moment that I wasn't going to let my diagnosis defeat or define me. So I prayed about it, and I said, God, if you allow me to make it through this difficult time, I promise I would do something to give back. And I heard God say, I will make you a walking, talking testimony. So do your best and I'll handle the rest. So two weeks later, I went and I enrolled at a local university, struggled to finish my junior year. My senior year, God laid it on my heart to go to law school. So I went to have my dean sign off on my transcript and he took one look and he looked up and said, you'll never get anywhere near law school with these grades. So I cried in my car for about two hours straight, and I said, God, I know what my transcript and my grades look like, and I know why. 
And I know what the doctors say, and I heard God whisper, remember what I promised you. So I went ahead and I took the law school admissions exam and I failed miserably. I continued to take it and I was denied admission to all six law schools that I applied to. So I took it again until I got into law school. Um, three years, I, those were the most three difficult years of my life. I struggled knowing that what an ordinary person could probably learn in two days may take me five days or five different strategies, but I worked hard and I graduated. After graduation, it gets worse before it gets better, guys. <laughs> After graduation, then came the dreadful bar exam. When I didn't pass the bar exam the first time, the devil started to launch a mental attack playing on my deep-rooted insecurities about my disabilities. So I took it again, I failed again. Then I relocated to Maryland and I continued to take the bar exam and fail the bar exam. So when I was preparing to take the exam for the sixth time, the devil launched an attack on my body. The doctors found a lump in my throat. The combination of the two at the same time almost took me out and I was, I was tired, I was ready to throw in the towel. And I said, God, I don't understand why I have to go through this, but because I have to go through this, I'm not asking you to make the burden any lighter. I'm just asking you to allow me to go through it gracefully. And I heard God reply, not only will I give you the strength to go through it gracefully, I'll bring you out without a scratch, a burn, or an ash. You won't look like anything that you've been through. For months, I went from doctors to doctor, biopsy to biopsy, while working and studying full time. Two months later, I found out that I finally passed the bar exam. Soon after that, I was promoted as an assistant state's attorney for Prince George's County for the new Back on Track program. It's a program that will allow me to give young offenders a second chance at life and to turn their life around like I promised God that I would do. Had I passed the bar one moment earlier, I wouldn't have this opportunity because the program didn't exist. So as you see, my yes may have been delayed for three years, but it was not denied. And through it all, I've learned to trust in God and his perfect timing. Thank you for this. Hallelujah. Don't sit down. Don't sit down, we're gonna pray. But that means don't quit. Tell your neighbor, don't quit. Tell your neighbor, don't quit, don't quit. Tell them, don't quit, don't quit, don't quit. You might be delayed, but it don't mean denied. Hallelujah. Somebody needs to hear that story today. You need to hear that story. You need to know all is not lost. Matter of fact, I believe when you get attack after attack and challenge after challenge and problem after problem, it means the devil's trying to stop you from going somewhere. That was powerful, Jade. I'm telling yeah. you, I am almost in tears. Every time I watch that, I get moved. And it's all about not quitting, not giving up. So tell it, take us back there. Take us back to that journey that you went on to become a lawyer. Tell us a little bit about yourself. Girl, first and foremost, every time I see that, because I haven't seen it in a while, because it takes me back to like a place and I still can't believe it's me. So like, I literally get teary out like you. Like I have to calm myself down because I still cannot believe it. I'm like, who is this? Who is this fighter? Who is this overcomer? Oh, girl, that was you. Who that was you a few years ago? 
wow. So that's just one thing that, you know, it's weird. Other people always tag me in it and send it to me and send me messages about it and emails. And I'm like, I just can't watch it because it takes me to the place that I still am like, God, I cannot believe I went through that. Like if someone else would have told me they went through all of that and you know, and they already had to overcome the obstacles with have been diagnosed with different disorders in college um, until, you know, applying for law school with a 2.3 GPA overall and an LSAT score that was horrendous the first time and even worse the second time, you know, and I was denied admissions as I said to the six law schools. Um, so in the one law school I was, I was accepted to, um, you know, I was almost dismissed my first semester. And then, you know, I finally graduated and then I had to struggle with the bar the six times. So I just look back at that and I'm like, God, I cannot believe that I made it through those dark places. I'm here to, you know, even talk about it today. And then I'm here with a good spirit still and a positive. You look good, girl. You look good. You're so fabulous. That is the key. I said, I don't want to look like any of that stuff. I've been. You don't. Thank you, ma'am. So, yeah, I just can't always that video just, you know, it, it's a soft spot for me because every time I look and I'm just like, I still cannot, it, was, it just seems like a dream. Yeah. Like, I cannot believe I made it and I cannot believe I was that resilient. Wow. So tell us a little bit about the name. You named this brand Resilient at Law. Tell us about that. How did you come up with that? So I was brainstorming names and I said, I want something that encompasses my full journey, like not one chapter of my journey, you know, which will be the bar will be one chapter, school will be one chapter. I want something that showed that there was a comma here, there was a comma there, there was a comma there. Mm -hmm. I put a period at the end of anything. Mm -hmm. I kept going. Mm -hmm. To keep going and repeatedly is to be resilient. That's right. So everyone has something different that they're resilient about. You know, we present about parenting, about school, about whatever your profession is. And mine was, I was resilient at law. Yes, you are. I am now. So yeah, I just wanted something that encompassed my full journey with, you know, could be about a decade long, even when you talk about from college to where I'm at now to become an attorney, that whole process. You know, I just wanted something to reflect that and resilience was the word for me. And that's awesome. That's really awesome because you are resilient at law. And what I like, it's also kind of a play on attorney at law, which, exactly. are, which, yes. you are, which we are, which we are. Yes. And you know what's funny? I wanted it to reflect not only me, but my co-host. Yes. Collectively, us two together, we've yes. tested the bar over 10 times. So yes, oh, yeah. and I asked someone else only took it one time, baby. I was like, we're gonna have to call it something else. But when you have two people who have taken that bar, you know, over 10 times for a period of over, I would say 10 years. 10 years, yeah. You can tell your story later. I know you know I'm telling right now. <laughs> you know, we are resilient at law. Yes, so we are. Collective of both of us. Yes, we are. We are resilient at law. But today, boo, it's all about you. It's okay. all about you, Miss Mathis. So we got to see your testimony. We got to hear how triumphant and resilient you are. Tell us about your story, about your growing up. Who's your dad? Because you got a nice last name, Miss Mathis. Oh, good. This face gives it away. That's what it is. The <laughs> last name in the face. But, you know, originally growing up, a lot of people think now that I wanted to be a lawyer because my father, you know, was a lawyer and is a judge now. 
So I have to tell people, you know, that's not what my parents didn't instilling us to want us to follow after their footsteps. They wanted us to do what we were interested in and what made us happy. They just were interested in us making sure we furthered our education. Mm-hmm. Always brought up to, you know, in the city of Detroit, which is a, a mostly impoverished city. So, you know, it's a city that creates tough people and that produces mm-hmm. And we were aware of that. So they just wanted to make sure that we were educated, but just looking at my father and refusing to give up, you know, his journey, that is something I always kept in the back of my head. And I said, oh, I guess I'm just from a you know, lineage of the fighters because his situation was different as well. His struggles were different you know, than my struggles, but mm-hmm. he had them. You know, he grew up in the inner city housing projects of Detroit with a single mother and three other brothers and, you know, never met his father and then his mother, uh, came to juvenile detention center because he was in and out of juvenile and told him that she had breast cancer and she was about to pass. She had a few months and um, he changed his life around after that and got his GED while he was incarcerated. And then he got out, went to um, Eastern Michigan University, then went to law school. Then after that, you know, the bar tried to hold his license for a few years, character and fitness, because they looked back and saw that, you know, he had a record as a juvenile. So he had to fight to even have his license. Wow. Yeah, at, at, at the age of 32, he became a judge in Detroit, which is incredibly young. You know that, um, you know, we haven't made, we didn't make it there. We're over 30. We did not. <laughs> so we haven't made it there yet. Not yet. And then became a TV judge by 40. So, you know, just that story alone was just a, just looking at resilience. I was raised to watch that and watch the people in the environment around me in Detroit still succeed against all odds. So resiliency, that's I watched. It's in your bloodline. Resilience yes. is in your bloodline. Well, yes. I think resiliency is in all Black people's bloodlines, honestly. We are, my father used to say, we're the, we're the strongest of the strongest, being descendants of slaves. You know, we, we survived the Middle Passage. We survived slavery. We survived civil rights, lynching, Jim Crow. We survived and we're still surviving. And I, I think I would be remiss if I didn't talk about the resiliency that's happening in our country right now with this Black, Live, Black Lives Matter movement. Black Lives Matter. And yeah. so I want you to, to kind of t- tell our audience what your thoughts about the resiliency in this country. So what I will say is that we can say this is year 2020, right? Right. That's what it says on paper. Right. That's what the news tells us. That's what we hear. But is this really 2020? Mm. Is this 1950s, mm. 1960s? Mm. I'm starting to think that's really what this is. It's mm-hmm. mm-hmm. 2020. Mm-hmm. Just as tired as we were in the 60s and 50s and during slavery and beyond. We're just as tired as we were during Jim Crow and in the South. We are just as tired and things are still happening. The same things are still happening. They're just disguised as something else or they're just happening a little bit more subtle or they were a little bit more subtle, but they are not as subtle anymore as they were years ago. Now we're going back you know, to an era in time where they are obvious and they're happening and we have to deal with them, but you have a different caliber of African-Americans now. You know, we have a voice, we have education, you know, we have degrees, we have knowledge, you know what I mean? We have a fight, we have a struggle, we made it through. Yes, we do. You can't check us like you used to before now. 
No boo. Why? Like we check us boo. Yes, we're not gonna comply. So just because you know you chill for a moment and took your knee off our neck for a moment, it's back on now. Mm-hmm. Back on now. Mm-hmm. Ten times better and harder and more equipped than when we were before. You're absolutely right. I could not agree with you more, Jade. I just think this is the time economic empowerment is important. This is the time to really show who we are. Like you said, we're more educated, you know, especially black women, girl. We are, we are doing a black girl magic. So you're absolutely right. And that resiliency is showing. And what I appreciate is that the whole world is noticing, the whole world is listening, the whole world is responding. So we would like the whole world to tune into this podcast and check us out at Resilient at Law. But I'm going to get off our Black Lives Matters tip for just a moment because this is about you, boo, and we're going to focus on you. So you told us about your journey. We got to see your testimony. We know about your dad. But what about Miss Mathis's personal life, girl? Before we get started, you can, you know, you can get out of line sometimes. So I have something just in case. I have a little buzz, a little buzzer for you. So when I do like this, that means you you are getting warm. Girl, we got to give the people what they want. When I do like this, and that means you are getting warmer. When I do order like the court, order. That means you stop because <laughs> you are done. So just flash up now. Just remember, because I know we got to give the people what they want. Girl, you're your fabulous. I'm just gonna keep my little belt right here. My you little. Can't. I'm just going to do that, just in case. Order in the court. Order in the court. Just in case. I got to get you in order because I know how you roll. I know how you roll. Well, I'm just saying, girl, you know I'm a low-key matchmaker, and I love to matchmake <laughs> all my good girlfriends, and you are fabulous. So tell us, are you dating? Are you single? What's the tea? I am not married. So okay. The Bible says if you are not married, you are what? Single. This is true. So, you know, in that aspect, I'm single. I am not married. Okay. So that means you are available for dating? I mean, what? I am not married. (laughs) (laughs) So if a date just so happens to find me, you know, because I am not married, then, you know... I may be open to, you know, a few options or a date or two, you know? Look, I believe your Boaz is watching right now. How about that? So we're going to give Boaz a little bit of something, something to work with when he hits you up slide in your DM or something. We're going to give Boaz a little something, something to work with. I don't mean to put you on the spot, but I do. Sorry, not sorry. you on the spot boo but um we're gonna do a little speed round dating with jade okay are you ready for this so for our listeners for our listeners and our viewers we're gonna do a speed round dating session with jade and what that means is i'm gonna give jade a couple of words she's either gonna choose one or the other or i'm gonna give her a word and she's gonna tell me the first thing that she thinks about do you understand the rules miss mathis I do, I do, I do. I don't know if I like them, but I understand them. 
That's all right, boo. You just play along. Give mm-hmm. our listeners something to enjoy. Yeah. Something to enjoy. We want to entertain you people today. So let's At my expense this time. Don't worry, y'all. We're gonna get her on the next episode. Don't let me tell you something, boo. Her day is coming. Her day is coming. <laughs> if Boaz meets you, look, I want to be the maid of honor at that, the matron of honor at your wedding. Okay. Yeah, I think it's your Boaz on this podcast. I'm just saying. Come see about me. I'm a matchmaker. Okay, I've put plenty of people together. All right, so let's get started. My first word is Michael B. Jordan. Funny, funny. Funny. Okay, okay. Funny and fine. Funny and fine. I have a backstory about him. He's hilarious. So we hung out, I've hung out with him before in um, LA and we were just sitting like a group of friends just watching, um, what's the show, Chris Rock? The, the little, I still, who, everybody hates Chris? Everybody hates Chris, yes. Watching that, and they were just dying laughing and I was like, y'all, I just really don't get what type of humor this is. Like, is this a different type of humor? And he was just buzzing, like, Joseph was like, you really don't, I was like, I really do not understand what this is and why you guys think this is so funny. Like, this is just very weird to me. So he's very, very cool. He's funny in person. So that's why I said funny. I, I have a backstory about that one. And I didn't know about that backstory. Look at God. God yeah, knew. God. Michael B. I think he's still single. Hit us up, Michael B. Look, she's fabulous. And she's a rich lawyer. Come on, y'all. Not, she's trying to be funny, Michael. Not trying to be real funny. I'm trying to be real funny with the rich part. <laughs> Let's go to another one. Judge Mathis. Clone. Clone. <laughs> Lord. If you could clone me, that would be it. Personality, temperament, everything. Everything, huh? Face, you can put a clone. That's like a clone. He's your clone. You're, you're his clone, rather. That's daddy. Yes, girl. yes. That I'm daddy's his clone. Girl. Hey, Judge Mathis. You know, I met him. He's a really nice man. Hey, Judge. Anyway, let's see. Boxes of briefs. And I'm a minister, you guys. Okay, that's the gavel. The gavel was raised. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Well, I'll take it back. But we'll 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 circle back to that team. Okay. Um, favorite restaurant. Soul food. Anything soul food. Anything soul food. Favorite food. You know what? It's a toss between pizza and burgers. I think it may be pizza. Pizza. Okay. Pepperoni pizza. Okay, okay. You guys are listening. Get her a nice piece. We got some nice pieces, pizza places in DC. Let's uh, hook that up. Okay. <laughs> Chocolate or tan? Chocolate. Beard or clean shaven? Okay, so if it's a bald head, well, I'm not following the one word rule in my huh? You don't have to. Look, oh, look. I don't think I'm doing well with that. Mm, go ahead, girl. If it's clean shaven, we can do a beard. But if it's hair, then maybe clean shaven. So. Okay, okay. Um, Tim's or uh, Cole Hans? Kind of old. I guess Tim's. That's the best you got. Tim's. It is between both Tim's. <laughs> Jordan's or Stacy Adams? <laughs> well, I am from Detroit, so them Stacy Adams. Jordan's, of course. Jordan's, of course. Soda or pop? I'm from Detroit, so it's pop. Of course. Okay. Um, Vernon's or Seagram's? Oh, 
Verners. Okay, Verners. I'm sorry. I just said it wrong. Verners, please. See, look at you. Look at you. I'm not from Detroit. I'm not from the D. I'm not from the D. It's Verners. We don't do no C group. I don't even know what they say. Don't come at me, D. Don't come at me. The D comes out. The D comes out. Yes, you come from my city. Okay, we're going to do a couple of more. What's your favorite date spot? Date or day? Date. D A T E. Doris girl. Okay. Like, I like animals. I like nature. I like green. I okay. like stuff. So anything creative and outdoors. I like that type of stuff. And I just like special low-key stuff. It doesn't have to be a monetary value isn't what I'm looking for. Okay. I like experiences and I like stuff out of the box. Okay. So, girl, who's that? That's not Jesus calling. Girl, girl. <laughs> I'm watching right now and they don't, don't want to wait. And do the little zoom. They are calling in, girl. They hitting your DM already. Do the matchmaking thing. They said, hold on. That's somebody who Jesus been slid in and told them, you better get on right now. <laughs> Look, girl, the way this world is coming, Jesus coming back soon. We got to get married. That's uh, somebody calling in. They're speaking to somebody's spirits. <laughs> okay, so you say, okay, so you like outdoors, beach or hiking? Hiking. Oh, hiking. That's surprising. You're a beach girl. Like, I don't know how people sit out there in the roasting hot sun on it, and then they fall asleep. It's hot. The sun, reading the book. I'm a hiking girl. I like hike. Dog or cat? Dog. Dog girl. Okay, so that's loyalty. You yeah, listen to that. Me. She's loyal. <laughs> I have a cat personality, unfortunately, though. I get that a lot. Ooh, spicy. Okay, I, yes, they are very spicy and sassy. And <laughs> Very moody and temperamental, so I will say I have more of a cat personality. But what black girl doesn't have a little spice, honey? That's what makes yeah, us magic. Okay. That's what makes us magic. Right okay, okay. okay. On that one. What's your favorite flower? Ooh, I like orchids. Orchids. I think uh, yeah, yeah, that's yeah, my I favorite like too. That's my favorite. You might have me five dozen orchids sitting up in my office when I get <laughs> whatever works, child. Whatever works. Whatever works. Well, I think that's enough of getting to know Jade, our speed dating round. Fellas, if you're listening, she is single, whatever where that come means. from? Like, did she see this on TV or something? Where did this idea come from? We're going to talk about this after the show. Because we got to... We got to give the people your, what they your want. Your said you should do this to me. I got to. I did. You know, it was the Lord. It was the Lord. Nobody said you do this. Because this, this we're going to talk about this later. Go ahead. Don't hate me, boo. Don't hate me, boo. I'm telling you, if you meet your bow ass from this girl, all I want to do is a speech. I want a speech. <laughs> so I don't want to belabor. We have been doing such, uh, uh, having just so much fun, doing a great job getting to know you. You are our founder. We just thank you so much. And I want to personally thank you for inviting me on, on this journey with you, um, with Resilient at Law. I think this is going to be just an amazing, an amazing time. We want our listeners to feel our story, to understand what we've been through, to help you guys get through what you're going through. We've been there. If you've taken the bar and failed, we've been there. And we're going to help you get through it. So Ms. Mathis, what um, what can you leave our listeners with and our viewers with today? What kind of words of wisdom do you want to share with them? So what it took me forever to realize, and I honestly don't think I grasped this concept until 
my last time taking the bar. I went through so much at that time, thinking I had cancer and doing biopsies in the middle of me studying the bar and, you know, going to work in the steel limit in the midst of all of this. So afterwards, I said, Jay, you have to learn how to be kind to yourself. You have to learn how to be patient with yourself. You have to learn how to be graceful to yourself. Like all of the same, you know, the attributes and characteristics that you're showing other people with these organizations you volunteer for, or even in court, you know, these diversion programs or the finishers trying to, you know, help rehabilitate themselves or give themselves a second chance. You need to give yourself that same respect and that same grace. So when you're failing, you, you know, you're beating yourself up. You are human. It's okay not to be okay all of the time. Okay, not to be perfect everything. You are human because if you were perfect, you would not be human and there would be no need for God. So it's okay. Give yourself leeway, grace, and just be loving and patient with yourself. You know, I didn't do it this time, but I'll get it next time. And I'm going to beat myself up over it. That's right. And you'll make mistakes and you can't beat yourself up over it. So, you know, just be kind. Just be just kind. Be kind. So, That's a yeah. good word. Be kind to yourself. Yeah. Even during this time of, of isolation, be kind to yourself. Well, we want to thank you guys so much for tuning into Resilient at Law. And we will see you next time. Final word, Miss Mathis. Final word. So I do want to end with a quote. And I want to give you all the quote that I would say brought me through, even for my diagnosis in, in college, you know, once and so my parents wanted me to take a semester off and I refused to, mm. um, you know, and even through the whole law school process and the bar process, there is one quote that I always kept at the forefront of my mind. It was on my little Facebook page and all that stuff. But um, yes, yeah, so it is by Booker T. Washington. And it says, success is to be measured, not so much by the position that one has reached in life, as by the obstacles which he has overcome while trying to succeed. And, right. and you will be a success. You will. And that, my friends, is the first episode of Resilience at, at Law. We'll see you next time. And if you have questions, we'll have an email address. You can submit your questions. If you have topics for us that you would like us to discuss, we'll have that in the next episode for you because we want this to be interactive. We're going to have guests on for you. And we just want you to be, you know, a safe space where you can talk to us and ask us stuff and share with other people. So episode two, we will open it up for topics. And episode two, we will also um, talk about, so you failed the bar, you know, the steps after that. And we will still get Miss Lattimore would be her experience this time. So we'll see you on episode two. We love you. Be safe and be resilient. Be resilient. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye.